Yo, today I wanted to start out with a moment of silence. On Thursday, they finally laid to rest the gentleman that had passed away at our flag football tournament. And, you know, I've been, uh, it's no secret, I told you guys, I've been going to therapy to try to get some empathy, sympathy, you know, trying to explore those feelings that I always suppressed because I didn't have time for them. I was such a head of the household type of strong person that I didn't have a moment to express those feelings. But now that I do have the time to, to think about it and explore, um, it's to, to me, it's just like anything you need practice. And sometimes, you know, I wouldn't call it a failure, but sometimes some instances hit harder than they should. And, um, I have been talking to the team's captain and he gave me all the information about him. I saw his obituary and I saw that, he was supposed to get married at the end of the year, and he also has two sons. Now, a lot of people would just go, oh man, that sucks. But growing up without having my dad there every day sucked. I didn't know how bad it sucked for a long time because that's all I knew. But then you would hear uh, people have their parents every day and you're just like, man, that's pretty cool. You get to see both your parents and talk to both your parents every day. And I just know from the description and what people were telling me, he was a great dude, lit up the room every time he entered. Everybody knew his name. He's just an overall, you know, great guy. And I bet you that translate into him being a good father and a good spouse so you know I don't want to spend too much time it's already been two minutes but you know you never know when your time is spend all your time being as happy as you can because being angry and upset at everything does nothing because you're still living your life all right so now that we've gotten through that and, you know, rest in peace to Mr. Chad Jackson, you will surely be missed. I didn't know you, but you touched so many people's lives that I know that you need to be honored in some way. And I I would like that, you know. So if you're a praying type, you know, pray. If you, if you don't say that, you want to just send some good vibes, that's okay too. Anything positive towards that family would be much appreciated but moving on here to general podcast stuff there is no UFC this weekend you know that's like the first time I think after this you got fight cards up until uh Thanksgiving let's see October 21st November 4th November 11th, November 18th. Yeah, we got fight cards up until November 18th and then back again December 16th, which should be a huge card. UFC 296, Leon Edwards, Colby Covington. 
Um, but we can talk about sports that is happening today, which is Canelo Alvarez versus Jamel Charlo. Now, all my friends are saying that um, pretty much bet that bet a trillion dollars on Canelo so you can make 10, 10 cents off of that bet. Not many people that I've seen are picking Charlo. They say they, they might pick him if it makes it to decision, which I don't see Canelo letting it stick around too long to, to last to a decision. But with my very limited boxing acumen, and from what I know, Canelo is the... One of the, and if not the best, active boxer now, currently, outside of, if you're not counting heavyweights, because they, sometimes they get just thrown into their, either their own category or just overshadow the whole boxing scene. Um, I can't tell you, I've never watched Jamel Charlo fight. I know of him because he's one of the more famous boxers, but I don't know him in terms of as a boxer. I've never seen him fight. I don't know what he's good at, what he's not good at. I just know that I've never really seen Canelo in trouble except for when he moved up a weight class in which they're fighting for the super middleweight. Actually, I don't know what that is. So let me look up super middleweight boxing. What weight class is that? Super middleweight. 160 pounds to 168 pounds. So that's pretty much as normal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) WBA, WBC, IBF, WBO, Canelo. And why did it say, okay, now I got to look this up because it says they're fighting for the undisputed. Oh, probably because he's putting up all his belts. Does Jamel Charlo have a belt? Is a, he has held world championships in two, including WBC middleweight titles since 2019. Sorry about the little pause. I know it wasn't a pause for you guys, but I had something uh, come up. Uh, well, where were we? Jamal Charlo. We are talking about he's held a belt 2019, Ring Magazine title since 2020. Yeah, so I don't know much about Charlo. Retained WBA Super Light Middleweight Title 1, Light Middleweight. So this is probably going to be a good fight. Um, <laughs> I know there's poor analysis by me, but I don't really watch boxing that much. And I have a good friend, Jalen, that I've always spoken about that he fills me in on any and all boxing matters. Um, if I have any questions, I just ask him, I'm like, Hey, is this cool? Is this real? Is this supposed to happen? Is this normal? Like, uh, so Francis and Ganu, former UFC heavyweight champion and Tyson Fury are supposed to fight here in a few weeks. 
But then Tyson Fury signs a contract with Alexander Usyk for the belts, and they said they could either fight in February or January. And I go, well, is this normal? And he tells me, he's like, if he blows through Francis, yeah, then that's normal. But if not, that's way too soon. And I get it. Everyone's giving Francis that puncher's chance um, to where he just flatlines Tyson Fury and and whatnot. But I am not in that camp because Tyson Fury is too good of a boxer to let that happen to him. Deontay Wilder only boxes, and it still took him that long to knock down Tyson Fury. I don't think someone who doesn't box for a living can have the same effect on Tyson Fury. It's the same thing that happened, and I I can't remember. I list all these people. Um, Was it Conor McGregor, uh, Tyron Woodley, who else? Tito Ortiz, Anderson Silva, um, Ben Askren. It's like all of them didn't box for their primary careers. They boxed in the UFC, but they didn't box, and they were also older. But if you don't have the concepts of boxing down ingrained in your brain, and as much as I hate to say Jake Paul is a good boxer, but as a person who only boxes versus people that included boxing in their training for like 20 25 years as a professional i feel like that's the equivalent of going to a hit class not saying that hit class is bad or that you don't need hit class or those aren't effective ways to learn a small amount of skill a lot of times in the professional sense um Boxers only box. They do that every day, all day, for their entire careers. Boxers don't go in the ring and like, oh, let's start kicking and wrestling today. No, they only box. So when you take an MMA guy that's used to thinking about kicks, it's ingrained in their minds. Thinking about wrestling, wrestling takedowns, jiu-jitsu, it's ingrained in their minds. Not necessarily their thing. Francis is a striker. But he did MMA. Now, I saw people saying, oh, but he learned, He started to learn boxing. He wanted to be a boxer. That doesn't matter. I wanted to be a basketball player. Clearly did not make that. But I still wanted to. I practiced. Like, no, that doesn't matter. I play against somebody that plays basketball at the park all the time. I'm getting smoked. It doesn't matter who it is. And that's not even in the professional sense. It's like if I went up to... My um, friend Trey Nichols, who played professional basketball internationally, and he plays for the Army right now. Yeah, I played against him when we were in middle school. Um, That should count for something, right? I tried earlier. No, I would get destroyed. Like, I scored on him one time, and I never played again. And it got lucky because he wasn't paying attention. He, he, He disrespected me a little bit, right? Like, he didn't think I would make it. And I made the shot. And I don't blame him. Because that was the last shot I ever made. <laughs> so, I don't see how Francis wins even from a lucky punch. Because it's if he does any... He really can't create an angle that 
Tyson probably hasn't already seen, and he probably wouldn't even let him get to a point where he could do that to him. So, uh, but if, you know, by some big eraser moment where Francis just throws a, a looper, and for some reason Tyson Fury stays knocked out, then, you know, then I, I'll have to eat crow and talk about it on the, the next podcast, right? Or, yeah, the podcast after the actual fight happens. But uh, I just don't see it happening. If it's literally just a regular boxing match, Tyson Fury wins 10 out of 10 times. No questions. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know much boxing. I pick Canelo because uh he's Canelo and I've watched enough Canelo fights to know that you really don't pick against him. And then let's see. I'm not saying Jamel Charles is bad, but I'm just saying I don't know much. Uh what else other sports happenings today? Oh man. In a few hours we got USC versus Colorado. Um, now, I don't see Colorado winning. Um, as much people love Deion Sanders, I love Deion Sanders too. These are one of the reasons why I kept playing defense when I went to college. But reality is reality. Um, USC probably has the best quarterback in the nation right now. And I don't see them stopping Caleb Williams that well. Travis Hunter's out. I think Shiloh Sanders is out. He's the cornerback. Um Colorado's offense without a run game will have to pick a pick up a Herculean effort to even go toe to toe with USC, let alone win. Um, yeah, I just don't see, I don't see a way for one, because I'm not, uh, Colorado coach. I don't see my practice every day. I can only judge them off of their games. Um, uh, and clearly USC is a great team. And I'm reading that they have a worse secondary than Oregon. But, you know, enough mistakes on one side and it would yield bad results. And I'm just not seeing Colorado winning this game. I feel like it'll be a shootout. But USC's offense overall feels better than Colorado's offense just because of the offensive lineman situation that they don't they're not um bulked up yet maybe next year or the year after that but as of right now they don't have the defensive and offensive linemen to contend with these big schools just yet um they will I know it's Deion Sanders he can he can get anybody to do almost anything. Um, so we'll see. And then the other team I would like to talk about is my alma mater, North Texas versus Abilene Christian. 
So we're currently one and two, and Aveline Christian is two and two. Who have they beat this year? Oh, actually, I don't even know. Where is it? Where does it start? 23. Okay. Prayer View. They lost to Incarnate Ward. Currently, our our coach came from Incarnate Ward. They got blasted by Central Arkansas. Jeez. And they beat Northern Colorado. Well, they're coming off of almost a 40-point loss last week. So hopefully that means <laughs> we're going to have a good game this week. Because when I look, what did we do last week? We beat Louisiana Tech by three, but we put up 40. We put up near 40 every game. So, what is it? Versus Cal with 21. I knew that was going to be a game we lost. Um, North Texas FIU, 39-46. to 46. We just couldn't hold on. I saw that. And then last week, 40 versus Louisiana Tech. So I have a good feeling about this game. We probably win this game, probably score 35. Hopefully we keep them under 20 points so it's not making it a shootout. And just keep it uh, less stressful overall and not make it like uh, the FIU game, back and forth scoring all day. <laughs> but I think that's all I've really got to talk about. Uh, next week I'll probably talk about all the UFC cards upcoming, um, over the week or in one huge podcast. Maybe I might hit an hour on a solo podcast, but one thing I did want to bring up is that I do want to start doing more video podcasts now. I need to move my desk to the other room where it's more open, um, just this room, the way it's set up, it doesn't have a solid wall for me to use as a backdrop and to also talk behind a desk and the other front room has all the space and not using it for anything other than storage so i'm going to flip the rooms and have more space and i'm going to i might switch over to streamyard so i'm going to have to get an outside or an external hard drive to put all these podcasts on so i can transfer all them over um, these aren't on video. I used to do them on video for myself to practice speaking in front of the camera, but I now, I really don't have a problem with that. Um, so outside of that, I don't have news for you guys. Training is going okay. I tr- started training back for the Team 5K that we have in December at the BMW Marathon Weekend in Dallas. Um, still Thinking about doing the um, half marathon relay with one of my buddies from work, but uh, everyone's still trying to figure out if they can even do it. Uh, So that's on hold. Outside of that, you know, let's have a good day. Let's enjoy this college football Saturday, NFL Sunday, and, you know, the boxing matches tonight. All right, you guys. Um, Until next time. Peace.